0: Hello and welcome to Movies on the Side. This is Stephen Robles. And this is Nate Baranowski. And this week we talk about the 2022 Apple TV Plus original musical, Spirited. We talk about the music, the musical numbers,
1: and the singing voice of Will Ferrell.
0: We talk about the chemistry between these characters and the retelling of a Christmas carol. We go to Morality Corner and talk about being good (laughs) or bad. Being good for goodness sake. Oh, we didn't even think about that. That's that whole Christmas carol. Anyway, we spent a lot of time in morality corner, but I think it's pretty good. All this and more on
1: Movies on the Side.
0: Did you know that this movie is a Ryan Reynolds musical debut?
1: No, I didn't. But I also didn't think about it. So
0: it makes sense. <laughs> it is the first time Ryan Reynolds has, has sang, has sung. How do you know which one of those to use? How do you know whether you say sang or sung? Uh, I think it's songed. Song. He has songed <laughs> in a movie. Will Ferrell is also in this movie. He is sung in. Also, I'd never heard her sing before, but Octavia Spencer also sings. Uh, now, one piece of context before we really talk about this movie, really want to hear your Rotten Tomatoes predictions also. I watched this through VidAngel, as you do. <laughs> Did you watch it with the whole fam? We watched it with the whole family. We watched it, the kids, all of us watching it. Kids really enjoyed it.
1: I need to know what kind of I need need to know what kind of filter you put on this. Well, VidAngel, for those who don't know, is a travesty of a program, but uh, good for Steven, <laughs> where it basically is as effective at cutting out. You know, you can cut out profanity or yeah. scenes of nudity or all sorts of right, stuff. Right, and it is. About as visually clever as someone standing by your TV and going, Oh, <laughs> Or your,
0: your mom has the remote and goes, Mute, mute. But, all right, we're back. But it's not graceful. If I were to try and mute it, or my mom, like, they, she would not, you know, you, you mess up sometimes, but this it cuts it off. Yeah, all out. you'd
1: get it right after you get it right after. A- it would be like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Right after they make an inappropriate joke. We did it through VidAngel. I have to say, the quality of the video. Is it was noticeably worse through oh, Angel. No. I feel like maybe they got only the 480p version or something because it was it was kind of artifacting. Like I didn't like that. the The visual thing was not great. Also, I couldn't watch it in Dolby Atmos surround. Which anyway, that that's the first uh, world that's part almost part. enough to have you listen to all of it. Uh, I know. Any, anyway, but we cut out all profanity. So any any word even a anatomical joke word as you warned me that there's lots of it cuts all of that out uh-huh and and most of the time it was fine you had the sliders pretty far oh yeah well when it comes to language the sliders are at 11 if you will we turn that <laughs> dial up to 11 like jerk gets it was dur- <laughs> it was during the musical numbers where it's the most annoying Because they'll be, like, singing and dancing, and then all of a sudden there's, like, three seconds of silence (laughs) in the middle of a music, and it kind of, like... Because there's, like, a punchline that has, like, uses something. Yes, and it's, like, I don't know if that was worth it. I wish there was another setting in VidAngel that said, don't mute the words in the songs. (laughs) Like, let them sing the songs. Right. But uh, otherwise, it was fine. It was fine. Uh, let's do the Rotten Tomatoes real quick, because I, have, I want to get your thoughts, because this is a musical, and we talk about musicals a lot, mm-hmm. but I don't know any of these songs well enough to actually sing them. Exactly. What do you think? Neither do I. Critics scored, spirited. Uh,
1: 62.
0: Ooh, this is very close. 69% critic score. Audience rated it higher. What do you think audience gave it? Surprise, am it VidAngel let you see that Rotten Tomato score. Mm. audience Mm -hmm. did 81 oh my goodness 82 percent very close if it was battleship i would say you you would have got it you would have got it so this is a musical Mm -hmm. it is a new take on a holiday favorite a christmas carol there's a big turn in this movie do we do a spoiler mm-hmm. horn for the turn? I think we should. I think we should. And I have a, a moral uh, part of the story, a moral yes. corner to visit after. Quite excited about it. Yes. So, very quickly, we'll get to the spoiler horn quickly uh, because I think that's, I think it'll be the more interesting part of the conversation. But how did you feel about the music? This was Ryan Reynolds' debut. Will Farrell sings, he has a big solo. Songs written by our boys.
1: Yes. Benj Pasek and Justin Paul. Those cozy nights, those twinkly lights, the glow of yesteryear. Now it's some manipulation, but it's what we've gotta
0: do. Let me ask you something real quick, because uh-huh. when we watched we did we reviewed Hamilton and then we reviewed the Disney movie. Uh what what was the Disney movie we watched? Encanto. Uh-huh. Didn't we review that? Or maybe we just talked about it we offline. Have. Like, yes. We yeah, have. we did.
1: We've done like two reviews of Encanto.
0: Yeah, basically. We said during that time that Lin Manuel Miranda was the unstoppable force when it came mm-hmm. to music in movies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Has that changed? Is now Benj Pasek and Justin Paul like the unstoppable duo when it comes to movie music? Because they have done The Greatest Showman, which mm-hmm. I mean wonderful mm-hmm. they have done dear evan hansen dear evan hansen lyle lyle yep. crocodile which my kids actually saw in the theaters i have not seen it yet but they saw it in theaters and loved it and i listened to the soundtrack now in the car because my daughter keeps requesting it so and then they did this movie spirited are they are they the new unstoppable force in music
1: i think they are very nicely in the mix mm-hmm very very nicely very
0: tempered the opinion okay mm-hmm. no
1: no i mean like they're up there they're definitely up there it's great
0: i do find you can tell when it's these guys because yes, yes you can <laughs> the background choir like the harmonies that they use in the background vocals when there's like a build in a part of a song it's like ah! Sounds like uh-huh the greatest show. That sounds like Dear Evan Hansen Wait a minute. That's those guys. So, like, they do have some signature moves, which I love. It sounds right? great when you hear it in the movie, but it is like, okay, you guys have a little bit of a playbook.
1: Yeah, let's talk about music. Uh, just go all in on here for a second. Yes. I think the musical numbers are great in this movie. Yes. I think that the songs are really fun i've only watched it once mm-hmm. to i guess to the detriment no the detriment <laughs> to the de- a knock against the songs in this movie is that other than like a little bit of the phrase of the good afternoon song i don't there's nothing that <laughs> really stays with me
0: yeah i don't i didn't go to listen to the soundtrack
1: i remember them being fun but i don't have like i couldn't like hum you something no which is fine it's i only watched it once
0: Although Ryan Reynolds just tweeted literally minutes ago that the spirited soundtrack was in like the top 20, I think, okay. like holiday albums or something. So I'm just saying, that's a thing. Okay. you know,
1: Great. I think it's so fun. I think probably the most fun I have is when, just like Greatest Showman, when songs turn into big dance numbers and big over-the-top musical theater-esque things because it gives me greatest showman vibes that look at this earnest, yes we wink a little bit at musical theater, but we also are winking at you audience members because we know that you Love seeing people tap dance on the table while a song is going on. Absolutely. So song's great. My biggest complaint is Will Ferrell's voice.
0: Uh, (laughs) When they gave him a big solo, like you see him start to sing and you're like, oh, this is his song, Uh you know, because there's times when, okay, this is the time the character gets his song, their song. And when he started singing, I was like, oh boy, how is this going to go? And, you know, it was Fine, but when you get to the build yeah. and when he tries to go like higher in his register, it's like it is clearly Will Ferrell singing. Up hearts, hearts, one by one.
1: He hits all the notes. He so hits the notes fine, and I, I think I've just heard. Yeah. this goes back to. We'll talk about this in a second. Back to like sort of the buddy the elf thing is that his voice is so synonymous with kind of parody and jokey SNL kind of right. top character yes. that in order for him to deliver like a heartfelt song, it's hard. It's hard. He has to fight against everything he's built in his career. Basically.
0: <laughs> I do feel like the other times, like when Ryan Reynolds sings, it's good. Octavia Spencer sings. She's good. Yep. She's good there there is not though a Hugh Jackman, Zac Efron or who's the Dear Evan Hansen guy, Ben Platt. Ben Platt, like there's not a moment where the vocal ability gets shown in a way you're like wow. Like you don't, you don't get Correct. wow. You don't get wowed by the vocals.
1: Never I, and I think probably never supposed to wow you with talent. Supposed to just be feel like normal people breaking into song. But they right. are not professionals. Which kudos to them. That's how it feels.
0: And all that being said, though, like there are musical numbers that are really fun. Like the first Ryan Reynolds musical number when he's talking about Christmas trees and he's trying to get like all these like yes. real Christmas tree people worked up into a frenzy. I love that number. Good afternoon is hilarious. That's great. <laughs> like, I love that whole number down the streets. Like they're fun numbers, and and I enjoyed them. It's-
1: I thought the Octavia Spencer view from up here was very good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, her longingly. Yeah. Okay, so overall, what about the whole like did you enjoy like the the dance stuff and the big break into performance things or was that I, not what you were looking for did you know what that's that that yeah what this movie was in a lot of ways
0: i was because i'd probably seen like multiple interviews with ryan reynolds and will ferrell talking about okay. the making of this movie before watching it and they talk about how they did like dance whatever for months and months which some of the dances like the final number i think the good enough song mhm i was like did you guys spend months on this i mean the background dancers spend months like they're killing it i definitely
1: had the feeling <laughs> i for sure watched them on that street i had the yeah. exact same thought of going did you guys did you guys practice this beforehand?
0: Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds just kind of like step forward and lean, like they're leaning over, stepping forward as like box like step, box step. It's like okay, yeah, like left, that's their right, dance move. Right. Right, shuffle, shuffle. But the background dancers are like are killing crushing it. it. They are <laughs> right. crushing it. Like so, anyway. I, but I get it. Like Ryan Reynolds, he has his big number for dance or whatever. Over overall though, did you like the take? Like the like the reimagining of a Christmas Carol, Ryan Reynolds is the Scrooge type character where I love how his backstory is he makes money by causing controversy on social right. media and like helping right. sway votes, or he even advises his niece like how to win the presidentship of her class through these like terrible methods of finding an old TikTok video that uh, her opponent posted like I think all of that is very like present and real life but like used to great effect I think that was good
1: yeah I think the whole concept behind this movie is really fun like at first I was like I'm not sure if I'm ready for like a Christmas another Christmas Carol sort of thing and (laughs) the movie knows that too and I I don't know I I really love the, I'm going to put the connection to another old, old movie, is just like, remember back in the original Santa Claus with Tim Allen?
0: Yes. When
1: you had the elf rescue team, like the SWAT team. ELFS. And it was Mm -hmm. like, this is fun and different that they're like, you know, a a super high-tech group of elves that work for Santa. I think the fact that this is like, a big production of Christmas Carol behind the scenes. Like they're putting together this whole program is just a lot of fun as a concept.
0: Yeah. And the, and the main premises, Will Ferrell is the ghost of Christmas Present mm-hmm. there's Christmas past and Christmas future, which <laughs> Christmas future is voiced by Tracy Morgan is, <laughs> is pretty hilarious. I love I, I liked him in this movie, and the kids really thought he was funny too. Yeah, very. Good. But they the the whole scene opens with them talking about someone who has now been redeemed. Basically, people who are not good, they're like quote unquote bad people, and by the three ghosts, but they basically take the story of a Christmas Carol, turn it into this organization that does that with. Lots of people. Right. And and they have this Hall of the Redeemed where they show all the people that have been redeemed through this program. One of them being Dolly Parton. Did you see that?
1: Yes, I did.
0: <laughs> Dolly Parton's in there. So it's hilarious. And so they then choose Ryan Reynolds' character as the next one. Will Ferrell wants to redeem him. But his file says unredeemable. Right. His file is marked as unredeemable. He is too bad to even be redeemed. And Will Ferrell implies there was one other who was redeemed and marked unredeemable in the past. And like, that's kind of the whole premise. That's why Will Ferrell wants Ryan Reynolds. Like he's, it's the whale of redeeming people, Mm -hmm. you know, he wants to do it. So uh, we have to talk about the spoiler. I think, can we rate it and then do the spoiler horn real quick? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. On a scale of zero to five AI generated tombstones, (laughs) <laughs> i don't know i don't know if you knew that but i read in the trivia on imdb like there's a cemetery scene with like futuristic tombstones and they're yes. all and they're all ai generated faces of the crew and their family who worked on the whoa <laughs> yeah from males vfx studio or something like that so zero to five yeah i'm going to give spirited
1: i <laughs> can't believe i'm doing this Four AI-generated tombstones. (laughs) Steven, I can't believe I'm saying this. Mm -hmm. I found this movie delightful. Yes. Like, I can't, I don't know if it's good. I'm not saying it's good. (laughs) What I'm saying is it's delightful. Like, I would recommend this to most people because I felt giggly while watching it. I felt sad at appropriately sad times. Yeah. I felt like it was touching, it's not nearly a perfect movie. Again, not maybe a, not a good movie, but a delightful movie. Yeah. And that around Christmas time like I I know about four other Christmas movies that I could immediately toss into the Yuletide fire <laughs> to make room for this one as yes. potentially a I think I'd watch this once a year. Looking at you, Christmas Story,
0: crackling in the corner. (laughs) This is an Apple TV Plus original movie. So I think also, kudos, not that Apple needs kudos from us, but I think kudos on like a good Christmas movie. You know what? In the Christmas spirit, Nate, Mm -hmm. I am going to agree with your rating. I'm going to give it a four. And this is a very subjective rating because when you compare it to the many other Christmas movies that are garbage, Mm -hmm. I think this is a new-ish and original take on a classic which is something you don't get very often when it comes to Christmas movies. You just get a remake of A Christmas Carol or yeah. A Modern Day Telling. This is yeah. actually different, which we'll, we'll cover it after the spoiler horn. But I think it's worth four AI-generated tombstones. I think it was good, and it's worth a watch. I need you to
1: say one thing before we get the spoiler horn. Yes. What is your enjoyment of Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds, respectively? Did you enjoy the casting of both of them? Or did you, we've talked about Will Ferrell fatigue every once in a while, mm. but how did you feel about those two cast in this movie?
0: First of all, I'll watch Ryan Reynolds paint a wall. I mean, I'll watch him do whatever. <laughs> and so I, I mean, of course, I think I enjoyed Ryan Reynolds. Will Ferrell, it took me a while to warm up because like you said, usually he's very jokey and like he's joking in this movie too, but it's, it's a different, he's trying to be like serious. I think I was also struck by like Will Ferrell is getting older. Older. <laughs> and I'm like, as I'm watching, him, I'm like, oh man. You know, because everybody watches Elf around Christmas time. It's one everybody loves Elf. Not I. You know, Christmas classic. He is very young in that movie. And so I feel like Will Ferrell lives on as Elf even till today. Mm-hmm. And then to compare, like to see him in another Christmas movie where he is not young right. is a little stark. I was I was hoping because I've seen their interviews talking about this movie on talk shows or whatever, and they seem like they have great chemistry in those interviews. I did wish that they had a little better chemistry in the movie. Sometimes it felt like, I don't know, like it it was a little herky-jerky at times, Mm -hmm. and I really thought it would have the kind of, I don't know, the kind of chemistry that... Like friendship, connection, that would carry it a little more. Like Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne Johnson had. I know maybe that's a terrible, but like Red Notice. I feel like Red Notice was just like natural chemistry.
1: Could I see Dwayne Johnson as the ghost of Christmas present in this movie? I'm just picturing the movie real
0: quick. (laughs) Listen, that, that would have been it. Wow, Dwayne Johnson as Will Ferrell's character. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure I needed Will Will
1: Ferrell in here. I think he's fine and good. He gets a little Buddy the Elfish every once in a while in this movie. I think it's a little bit like, what's this shampoo sort of thing? Yeah.
0: Uh, Listen, what if, because we already have another movie with these two, Hugh Jackman has the ghost of Christmas present. That, that, that could have made this movie five stars and they already have chemistry. Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman already have like a long-standing fake oh, internet feud. Good. And the, he could sing just fine. He can s- sing great. I think that would have been, that would have been pretty good. And he was, yeah,
1: he's worked with the guys before in Greatest Showman.
0: Exactly. Okay, well, now I make,
1: now I'm sad. <laughs> Turns out now <laughs> I'm sad. All right, uh, spoiler horn me. Here's a
0: Spoiler horn. <laughs> Okay, so as the movie goes on, Will Ferrell, he wants to redeem Ryan Reynolds because Ryan Reynolds file says unredeemable as marked by the the ghosts of Christmas organization or whatever. And we find out the other unredeemable file that was redeemed was Scrooge, Ebenezer Scrooge from the original Christmas Carol story. And the biggest spoiler, Will Ferrell is Ebenezer Scrooge. Right. He was Scrooge. He was the one that was redeemed, and he wants to know that there was there can be another unredeemable person redeemed. He wants to prove to himself because I think this, I loved this turn. Mm-hmm. He and Ryan Reynolds go to the past. Will Ferrell shows Ryan Reynolds this was me. Look, I'm Scrooge in the eighteen hundreds, and Ryan Reynolds asks him. How long after you were redeemed were you still good? Right. And, and this is the poetic license, because we never get this part of the original Christmas carol story. Will Ferrell's like, actually died a few weeks later. Right. <laughs> died a few weeks later after being redeemed. And Ryan Reynolds challenges this to say, anyone can be good for a few weeks. How do you know you were actually redeemed? And that's the whole conflict of the movie. Will Ferrell wants to become human again to know and to prove that he can be, like, redeemed for the rest of his life. And I love this idea. And in some ways, he is going
1: through this whole Ghost of Christmas present thing, trying to do as much good as possible. Yes. In in some ways, to try to uh, tip the scales because he still feels the, am I a monster inside? I haven't really proven that I can be redeemed.
0: Yes, which the whole um, like morality corner, like this is a this is a very like karma uh, situation. Is anyone good? You just need just a little good. So can we do a little good? Maybe give a little more. Work a little harder than we did the day before. So we actually had a a slight worldview conversation at the end of this movie because it's like, A, is anyone actually unredeemable like in real life? Uh, on a spiritual sense and then also is it an amount of good that you do versus bad that you do that equals so like that's an interesting conversation we don't have to go there
1: and and i think uh, just to go there a little bit okay okay i okay. think it's a it's an interesting thing is like that final song part of it is basically being like just take a first step just try like just try to do a little bit of something because i think in the the view of trying to be good It's sort of like if you feel like you can never be good, you'll never try to be good. And I feel like, as far as the uh, not like full spiritual context, but in just a hey, try to be a good person sort of thing. Sure. I do feel like this movie understands like the most that we humans can hope for in a lot of ways is just like try to do a little good each day because otherwise you'll get pretty upset by your inability to be good all the time and selfless.
0: Right. And towards the end of the movie, which I would be curious, your feeling of this ending, I didn't like it in the moment. And then afterwards I was like, okay, maybe that's fine. But Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell are both kind of real people. They're both human again. And Will Ferrell is about to get hit by a bus in the street. And Ryan Reynolds does the one thing that movies will use to communicate this person is now good. Greater love they, knows none like this. Yes, that he would lay down his life for his friend. Yes, he sacrifices his own life. Ryan Reynolds pushes Will Ferrell out of the street and then gets hit by the bus and consequently dies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After he was just, he realized the error of his ways previously and was trying to race to his niece to make sure she didn't post a TikTok to ruin the life of another classmate. He was trying to get to her because he that's what he saw from Ghost of Christmas Future pointing with his bony finger. But I was like, man, that kind of stinks that he he's he dies now. And it's like the same story that they just told of Scrooge. Like he turned good and then died. So how will we know if he made a permanent change? Then he goes on to like run the whole Ghost of Christmas's past, present and future. And I liked that. And he's with his sister who passed away. So I was fine with the ending overall. But. This idea of
1: it gets to be with the ghost of Christmas Past, Sunita Mani, who is yes. amazing in this movie. She's pretty. I'm not she's, sure how much of her lines you got to experience with Vid Angel, but she was they,
0: great. They cut a few, but but she was pretty funny. I know I liked her character. But what do you think about this this idea of how will you like? Is there a timeline where, like, on an infinite scale, do the bad people? Turn bad again. Ah, I got it. I think in some sense, you know, I've heard different stories from people who struggle with like alcohol or drug abuse. And it's like, it is a lifelong like monster in the closet that you have to keep in check. But it is possible to stay sober or to stay clean like for the rest of your life. But it takes a lot of support or whatever. But this idea of like, if you are a jerk now, Mm -hmm. can you do enough things that other people stop thinking you're a jerk but are you still a jerk on the inside <laughs> and like given a long enough time scale do you return to be a jerk i don't know I, I find that to be an interesting question
1: yeah there is a there's a question that ryan reynolds character clint briggs says you know he doesn't believe people can change doesn't believe people change that they're right just... people don't and change in some ways i guess i half agree with that actually because in some ways i do feel like i mean there are moments in our life big cataclysmic moments that may shift us mm. there you know there's definitely real stories of people who are one way and then something happens to them you know some people go to jail right or some people you know all the like stuff happens and then coming out the other side they have a new thing in life right. to live for, they have a new focus, they have, you know, like, I think that can happen and is real. And I think in a lot of ways, uh, that is, I guess, real change. Do I think that you go from like, I'm a self-centered person to now I am selfless the rest of my life? I don't <laughs> think that that is as possible and I think you can do amazing things, but I think the man—it's so hard to talk about this without like bringing in my Christian background of like <laughs> well, <laughs> getting think, a little like pastory here about like yeah, yes, yeah. this is why you need a savior, and this is <laughs> so. I'm trying to be accessible to all people at the moment, but I think the the desire to—I think it's really hard for humans to live a life that is. Uh, not centered on your own self, and I think that makes actual like change
0: pretty hard it does I do think the movie answers it while we don 't know if ryan reynolds if if his character would have stayed alive if he would have kept being good, we don't get that answer because he he dies. Well, he basically said, I wasn't, I'm not going to, I'm probably not going
1: to be good because I'm going to rationalize my own life choices and go back to what I did before.
0: <laughs> Which is so real, like that line yes. of thinking, like it is so real, but. I'm self-aware. It is very self-aware, but we do get Ebenezer Scrooge, Will Ferrell's character, becoming human again and seemingly living out a life, like I love the scene where he's building the play set with his kids. <laughs> He gets really frustrated and he like yells at them for a second, but then he like returns and he's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. You know, I got upset. Yeah. He apologizes. And I think that little moment is brilliant because the movie shows whatever our natural tendency is, which you could say from whatever worldview perspective might be good, might be evil. Like whatever you as a person's natural tendency is, will always be there ready for you to just, be that right. You can always just default to being a jerk or to being selfish or to being self-righteous, whatever it is,
1: have a temper, all that stuff. Like that
0: stuff is always there. And the part that changes is how much effort are you willing to put to change your default or to fight your default because you find value in being the opposite? Like, do you find being kind, valuable enough to put in the effort to resist your default? Mm -hmm. Do you find being generous is worth it? And again, depending on your worldview, you might find that like those things are actually intrinsically good and we should strive for those things no matter what, whether it's to be, you know, have love, joy, peace, (laughs) kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and Mm -hmm. self-control. Do we strive to do those things? Is it worth the effort because it's intrinsically good? Is it because we care for others on a more naturalistic perspective, like altruism and helping others is inherently good, whatever it is. But like, we kind of have to make that decision. Is it worth it to put in the effort and override our default? And I think that's what we saw Will Ferrell's character doing in that moment. Like actually his default came out for a moment because in frustration. And I think children, at the most will reveal our true character in the sense of frustration or anger but can you have enough self discipline and self control to override it in the moment and return to being kindness continually strive for that
1: yeah i think yeah i think that's exactly what it sort of goes for and i think as far as like straight up secular christmas movie <laughs> That's as good as it can get, I think, in a lot of yeah. ways. Is the that messaging. Christmas? Yeah. The messaging of Christmas in that way. And this, like, hey, there is beauty and nobility in generosity and kindness and helping others. Mm. And that is worth shooting for. Now, what, however that far that takes you in life, uh, maybe that's just you know you buy a christmas ham for somebody maybe that at the at the base level <laughs> yeah versus having real life change but yeah i think that's um a worthy message at
0: least yeah i think if there's any christmas message that's that's the one and i think they they communicate it well so
1: so Ryan Reynolds dies they uh Patrick Page who plays Jacob Marley says the wonderful line of like hey it's a sacrifice so there needs to be consequences. Mm. We can't just undo, like you did something. You can't just undo it. Mm. And that is, I wanted to look at every person who makes movies and say, yep, there does need to be consequences. <laughs> but I'll say to this movie, Dear Spirited, I don't think Ryan Reynolds should be able to meet up with Will Ferrell. Mm. I don't think Will Ferrell should be able to see ghost Ryan Reynolds anymore. You don't think so? So not quite the consequences you'd imagine, but I wish he, I liked the whole end of the movie.
0: Yeah. Like I was fine with that. It didn't bother me. Well, anyway, let us know what you thought listeners. You can comment on Instagram at movies on the side. And of course you can listen to our bonus episodes where we talk about Christmas and gift giving. You can do that at patreoncom slash movies on the side or directly in Apple podcasts. And as we always say,
1: you say, and God bless us, everyone. You say it? No.
0: Okay. <laughs> that was perfect.